This is Alexa with AIM Student Radio. Can you say mama? Mama. Can you say dada? Dada. Those were the voices of 27-year-old Susanna and her 15-month-old daughter, Maisie. Hearing your baby say mama and dada is one of the many moments you look forward to as a parent. Susanna and her husband, Scott, were overjoyed when they found out they were expecting their first child. I've probably never been more excited the long process of of getting pregnant, and we were ecstatic. Susanna had what most would describe as a normal and healthy pregnancy with some of the usual discomforts. First trimester was really rough with a morning sickness, but once we got past that, I really didn't have much to complain about. I was not anxious for the baby to come like most women are. I was comfortable, you know, I didn't really have a lot of pain. She was almost a week late, but I was in no hurry for her to come. On August 17th, she was four days past her due date, and although she had been feeling really good up until then, this day was different. She had a severe headache. Uh, Probably about 9.30 at night, I had a terrible, terrible headache. It just, unlike any other headache I've ever had, not, not like a regular headache, not like a migraine. It was just serious pressure um, over my whole head and I was very anti any kind of drugs when I was pregnant and I never took Tylenol or anything but I I took one that night. The couple began getting ready for bed that night. Scott was in the bathroom and Susanna was doing some neck stretches trying to relieve the pressure in her head. I stood up from doing my stretches and the moment I stood up it started hailing outside and that's when the stroke happened. Scott luckily heard the hail hitting the windows and he came around the corner and the second he came around and saw me he knew something was wrong. Scott saw the disoriented and confused look on her face and he was able to catch her and move her to the bed before she hit the ground injuring herself and the baby. He could see by the look on her face that something was wrong. He asked me what was wrong, and I, I couldn't say anything. I, I think I said, finally, I feel dizzy. And then my leg, my right leg gave out, and I lost all feeling on the right side of my body. I mean, I had a complete lost feeling, not, not tingly numbness, just a complete nothing. Like I didn't have a right side of my body anymore. And my limbs were moving involuntarily, and I couldn't control them. And I had no idea what was wrong. I just knew something was very wrong. Scott helped Susanna into the car and they raced through the hail to the hospital, which was about 15 miles away. There are details that Susanna doesn't remember from that night, but she does remember when the doctor told her what had happened to her. I I do remember the doctor coming and saying, you've had a stroke. And I remember thinking, no, I haven't. I I didn't even know what a stroke was, but but I do know that you get them when you're 80, not when you're 20. <laughs> One of the first things I said is we have very limited time to help her. Every single minute counts. With each minute that went by, my permanent disability was more and more set in stone. The baby had been very active during the pregnancy, but that day, Susanna did not feel her moving at all. So they were very relieved to find out that despite the trauma to Susanna's body, her baby was just fine. Actually, the, one of the very first things they did when I got into the into the emergency room as they hooked up a monitor and they checked for a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, right away they were like, we checked the baby, you know, she's doing great. There's no irregular heartbeat. She's not stressed. She doesn't even know that anything's going on. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they really didn't even do anything for me before they checked on the baby. The doctors had the daunting task to care for Susanna's stroke while keeping her baby safe until delivery. Baby Maisie was born on August 19th. Maisie was a healthy baby girl, and although she was discharged in just a few days, the hospital allowed her to stay with Susanna until she was ready to go home. After spending eight nights in the hospital, Susanna was released. 
Although excited to go home, she had to face the reality that she was on a long road to recovery, both physically and emotionally. It really wasn't until I got home that I fell apart emotionally because I think, you know, when you're in the hospital, you're, you're in the hospital, sick people. It's okay to be sick in the hospital. It's okay to be broken in the hospital. When she arrived home, she was broken. Her stroke left her limited on what she could do. And instead of being able to care for her newborn, she was having to be cared for. She was unable to feel the right side of her body, making many everyday tasks extremely difficult, if not impossible. Anything that would require both halves of your body, I couldn't do. Pretty quickly, I learned how to use a walker, so I couldn't get to it by myself. So someone would um, help me stand up. Someone would actually strap me to the walker because I couldn't hold on with my right side. Um, and then someone would have to come put a brace on my ankle because I couldn't step without a brace. I would just My ankle would just roll every time I put my foot down. In the beginning, Susanna was physically unable to care for Maisie's basic needs, and even holding her own baby came with challenges. I, I couldn't hold Maisie. If, if she was asleep and not moving at all, someone could place her in my left, my, my good arm, my left arm, and she would just lay there. But if she started to wake up or started to cry, she would need to be rocked, and I couldn't figure out how to do that with just one arm, so then someone else would come and get her. Nursing can build an incredible bond between a mother and her baby. It's something only she can do, and for Susanna, that time was even more special. Um, I slept by myself in a room, and my sister had her, so when she would wake up and need to nurse, she'd bring her into my room, and someone I couldn't sit up. Someone would pull me up, you know, and then scoop me back and set up pillows so that I could nurse her and help me nurse her, basically. Yeah, it was the only thing I felt like I was needed for. I couldn't do anything to take care of my baby. The only thing I could do was, was feed her. And that was that was very special. Just my moments. It's the time that I, you know, a lot of times someone would help me get set up and then they would need to leave the room and that was my time alone with her. And uh, we, we had some tough times right after she was born of just me feeling like what if she doesn't know that I'm her mom because I don't take care of her. Mm -hmm. I had a breathing tube because of the type of C-section that I had to have, and I had no voice, and I, you know, that just tore me apart. My baby can't even hear my voice, mm -hmm. and I really felt like she's not, <laughs> like how many days are going to go past before she hears me and she knows that's my mom. Mm -hmm. And so I remember sitting and nursing her, and we were by ourselves, and I would just tell her over and over, I'm your mom, <laughs> just Aww. so you know I'm your mom. <laughs> Those were very special times for us. Susanna was determined, and she set her mind to do everything she could to recover. She soon discovered that attitude and perseverance were the keys to recovery. Some of it is physical, but I really believe that most of it is mental. And I think that if you believe that you can get better, you will get better. She has been able to make huge strides in her recovery through therapy and willpower. If I had to guess how far along I've come, I'd say I'm probably close to 70 or 75 percent of the way. I can walk normally and I can run normally. Susanna's source of strength has been her precious daughter Maisie. She is continuing to progress every day and with Maisie as her inspiration and her motivation she will continue to be the strong and joyful mother she promised to be. I had just a, th a thought one morning uh, within maybe within the second week of, of um, after having her, where I just realized I want my child to have a happy mother. And I had to choose every day to wake up and say, today Maisie's going to have a joyful, 
home to grow up in. No matter what I'm going through, she's going to experience joy. Maisie, what does the owl say? Ooh, ooh. There you go, sweetie.